Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey, hey, sister friend, welcome back. I am excited about today's topic because for the past seven years, I have had the pleasure of working with women in some capacity. And this is something that is, has overtaken just God's girls, you know, God's girls. Um, And I hate it. I hate it because it really holds us back from doing what God has created us to do, doing what God has called us to do. It's, it's part of the whole idea of garden of favor. Like how do you create this garden that is evident of God's favor? Well, part of that is, is knowing that God has dreams for you. And I say all the time, God sized dreams. I'm a God sized dreamer. And I see, see and hear and talk to a lot of women who struggle with God sized dreams whether or not they don't they don't know that God really has big things for them or they're so afraid to go after those big things. And so that's what today's episode is all about, talking about God-sized dreams. How like, you know, I'm going to give you some tips around how to identify God-sized dreams and how do you like what do you what do you do? How do you figure them out and then and then how do you continue to help them come to fruition? So Let's dive in because I was introduced to this idea about seven years ago when I first became an entrepreneur and I read the book, You're Made for God-Sized Dreams by Holly Girth. Highly recommend it if you haven't read it. Um, I had like the daily calendar, I've done all the things. And so I love this concept of God-Sized Dreams. And the first step to this is and this is like my point number one for you is that you have to believe that God has plans for you, that you have to recognize what they are and you have to admit that, Hey, God made you on purpose for a purpose for such a time as this. And I love the verse in Philippians two thirteen. it says, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. That's the New Living Translation. There's, they're all the translations are really good, but it's God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. And what I find is that a lot of women have these dreams, but they almost feel like maybe they're crazy for saying them out loud, or they feel guilty for having them because they're so big. And like, who are you to do these things? But Philippians 2, 3 through 2, 13 tells us God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power. Whoa. I mean, not only the desire, but the power. And this last part is what a lot of 
the Lord has worked out in me personally in my own journey the last seven years is that to do what pleases him. And so I do think there's a difference between dreaming and dreaming with God. Right. So I have um, worked with, a, a, I had a group coaching program at one time and it, and we talked a lot about, okay, well, is this a God sized dream or, or is this a God breathed God sized dream? Right. We really do want our, our dreams to be breathed by God because nothing is worse than getting the goal, achieving the goal and realizing it's not really as good as you thought, or it wasn't really work worth the work or work, blah, blah, blah worth the the hustle and the the sacrifices that you made right so I've done an episode before about like at what cost right at what cost so you can get a lot of things anything is possible but at what cost and so if you believe that God really does have big plans for you Jeremiah 29 11 one of the most popular verses for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you not to harm you to give you a hope in a future I find that a lot of women can believe that for their friend a lot of women can believe that for their children a lot of women can believe that for the woman they're following on Instagram or Facebook or whatever TikTok I'm not even on TikTok but all the places but they don't believe it for themselves and so the first step to identifying and really going after your God-sized dreams is one, believing that actually God does have big dreams for you and plans for you that are good, that are so, so good. And he is giving you not only the desire, but the power to do what pleases him. Somebody, and dare I say, somebody's a lot of people are waiting on you to fulfill the calling that God has on your life the God-sized dreams so number one is believing that you are actually created on purpose for a purpose that he's giving you the desires and the power to do to do what those things are but the next step to that is because when you realize that oh maybe these thoughts maybe these dreams maybe these goals maybe they are from God wow okay like that's exciting and let me be honest some of the dreams and goals in your heart they might not be from god and we'll talk about that later on because <laughs> i know all about that but um that it's okay to dream big it's okay to think beyond where you are you are called you are chosen you are anointed but the number two tip is to understand that when you realize that God's giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him, the thing that he's literally created you to do, or the things that he's created you to do, because what I do find is that sometimes, like our God-sized dreams can, they grow with us, um, but that you understand that a God-sized dream, it it's probably scary and may even sound a little crazy to other people, may even sound a little crazy to you. I have some things that I have journaled with the Lord about, and I'm like, whoa, Whoa, those are big things. But that's a really good sign that those are from the Lord because they are so big. They are so outside of you and they're bigger than who you are now that you need God to do it. That's why it's called God-sized dream. And you're not a God. God is God. And so... If the dream, if the plans, if the goals scare you and you recognize that there is really no way that you could do this without the Lord's, his, his hand over it, 
um, his strategy for it, all the things, then it probably isn't a God's eyes dream. So it's okay that it looks bigger than you, sounds bigger than you. It maybe you're maybe you have some friends that'll kind of look at you a little side-eyed crazy, like, what is wrong with you? That's that's big. Or who are you? And the enemy's always gonna say, Did God really say? And who are you to create that? We'll go back to Philippians 2:13. God is working in you, giving you the desires and the power to do what pleases him. It should be so big that it scares you. So a way to identify if it's even a God-sized dream is, well, can you do it on your own? Because if you can do it on your own, it's not, it's not what, what God, it's not a God-sized dream. Because God-sized dreams will encourage you and force you to get outside your comfort zone. And I'm sure you've heard the quote before, nothing grows inside a comfort zone. Well, nothing does. So what is God asking you to plant this year? What is he asking you? What is he giving you the desire to do? And not only the desire to do, but the power to do. And the Holy Spirit is what gives you the power. And the moment you start to think that you've got the power, and the moment I start to think that I have the power on my own, that's when things go south. So the fact that it is so big and so kind of uncomfortable and crazy and maybe like wild for you to even think about doing that, well, that's going to keep you humble in a place to recognize that you need the Lord to do this with you. And I pray the Jabez prayer every day. I have been doing it for the past couple months. A friend of mine gifted it to me. Shout out to you, Katie. I love you, girl. Um, I'm actually going to be a guest on her podcast soon. And um, I have to share her podcast with you guys. She's incredible. But she gifted me with the book, The, the Prayer of Jabez. And it is all about, you know, asking God like saying like, God, I like, I want your blessings. I, I don't want to leave anything on the table that what you have for me today. Um, but that I want you to increase my territory so I can, I can expand more of your kingdom, right? That's the real desire. That's the, that should be our end goal, right? Is to share the gospel with people, but that I need you Lord every step of the way. So it's like, hey, God, yes, I want your blessings. Yes, I want you to increase my territory, but please don't, do not let me do this alone. Like, I need you. I want you. I want to partner with you. And then the last part of that prayer is to keep evil far, far away from us. But um, all that to say that your God-sized dreams should scare you. And that's okay. That's actually a really good sign. If you can do it on your own, it's it might be a dream. It might be a goal. And it might not even be, It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad goal or it's not a good one. It's just that it's really not a God-sized dream. Because you're going to need God to fulfill your calling. You should. You should need God to fulfill your calling. All right. The next part of that is, so once you have recognized and you admit or believe and you truly in your heart really know God has created you for something, something outside of yourself that's going to stretch you. And that might seem uncomfortable and that might make you feel a little silly sharing with your friend or your husband or your whatever. But okay, well, now that you recognize that and you're, you're okay with the fact that this is, this is like really awesome and big well how do you how do you figure it out well what I find is a lot of people search for it through other people's journeys and it's really why I created the garden of favor framework because I really didn't feel comfortable giving people a method or a formula or here is your six steps to identifying your God's dreams. No, really, it's 
you're going to discover everything by going to the Lord. Um, and I, that, maybe I should take it back. Not that you're going to discover everything by going to the Lord. Like, yes, God has created people to to give resources to other people, like the Garden of Favor Framework. It was it was literally a divine download from the Lord. But I don't want to tell you exactly how to get there. I want to give you this framework, this kind of this these, um, I don't know, boundary for lack of a better word, but a place to start with the Lord. And that's where Jeremiah thirty three three comes in. One of my all time favorite verses: "Come to me." And I will tell you hidden things that you do not know. Here's the reality is that a God-sized dream requires a God-sized faith, a God-sized heart, God-sized trust. And that in order for you to do that, it's really not, it shouldn't, it's probably not going to look like, and it shouldn't look like the girl next door, or the, or the person you're following on social or whatever. Not to say that it can't be somewhat similar in the same idea, but God had created you. At, you are his masterpiece, one of a kind. And if you want to know how to fulfill your one of a kind calling, well, you need to go to your creator, your master. And that's where Jeremiah 33, 3 comes in. Come to me and I will tell you the hidden things that you do not know. This goes back to kingdom strategy. As a daughter and a child of the most high God, the the king, you have permission to do your life, your business, everything different because you're a child of God. But in order for him to be able to tell you what those things are, you have to carve out time to talk to him. You have to carve out time to not only just talk to him, but to give him a chance to talk to you, let him speak to you. And what I find is, and I've done this myself, is I was searching so in my like unhealthy mode of, of life and business, I am a consumer. I consume a lot of information because I'm searching for an answer. I'm searching for an answer. And that's why Jeremiah 33 is one of my favorite verses because it reminds me of where the answer is. And I fall, um, you know, I, I, can, I can fall into that trap of going and seeking answers out from everybody else. And God's always waiting for us to come to him and, and so that he can tell us the things that we do not know. Especially in 2020, that gave me a lot of peace to say, okay, I need to stop searching for the answers on Instagram. I need to stop searching for answers on YouTube and all that God knows and he wants me to come to him. And I have had an overwhelming sense of peace starting this new year, even with the things that are you know going on, just knowing that God knows. And if I spend more time with him than spending more time with other people, which is why the Garden of Favor framework, it's an experience. It's not just me telling you all these things to do. No, it's give me teaching you because I am one of my spiritual gifts is teaching. But after teaching, it's okay. Then I give you these this this um, conversation guideline, really this conversation outline for you to have with the Lord, so that you go to Him, so that He can tell you the things that you don't know that you've been seeking out from other people, and that you've been seeking out somewhere you just don't know where to go find it. Well, God knows. So that is the tip number three: is to go to the Lord. You've got to carve out time with the Lord, reading God's Word, praying, hearing, he, and then carving out time to you know praying is a two way street, right? There is the we ask and that we you know we thank God for things, we ask for things, we. Um, you know, we pray about certain things, but there's also the opposite of that is that we actually get to hear from God. I actually just got off of a, um, a call with a client and she was saying like, she, for the first time starting to hear from the Lord and she 
like in the shower or like she's like I've always heard other people say that but I didn't really know how to get that myself and I, I'm experiencing that now and she also has made it a priority in this last year to spend quiet time with the Lord well that's that's how you hear from the Lord right um and so this kind of goes into my next tip on this is you got to go to God, right? Okay, so then when you go to God, and if you're kind of on this, like, I really have no idea what the Lord has for me, or maybe you have some ideas, but you're not really quite sure. I want you to get out a journal and a pen. And I want you to turn on some worship music or soaking music. I prefer the ones with no lyrics when I'm trying to do these things so that I'm not completely... Um, Cap like just captured by the words and taken away. But I love to turn on soaking music. I do this a lot in my morning quiet time with the Lord. I'll turn on just some instrumental worship music and pray and ask the Lord to show you what his dreams are for you. And when you do this, I want to give you permission and the Lord you know, I, I, he's giving you permission to be free, like write whatever comes first to your mind, as crazy as it sounds, or as, as silly as it may be, or as, you know, it might seem like, okay, that, that would never happen, or that's, that could, maybe that's only, you know, that's 20 years away. I don't care what it is. Just let the Lord flow through your pen. Let the Holy Spirit just flow through you. And sit with the Lord and journal about what are the little things that you've thought about, but maybe you haven't told anybody else about. What are the things that you've maybe only told one person about, but you you know that there's something there and that you want to expand on it more. Like there are no barriers. There are no limits. And I say this because I think some people, I, I talk to a lot of women that are like, yes, but I want to make sure that my goals are in line with the Lord. Well, there's scripture that tells us how to do that, right? Well, number one, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. So when you're journaling, when you have on this soaking music, you have a journal, you have a pen and you're, you're sitting with the Lord in quiet, you know, like quiet time with the Lord, just asking the Holy Spirit just to just minister your heart and reveal the, the things that the Lord has for you. You have permission to freely flow and whatever that is that in case if heaven forbid, there's something on there that's not of God. If you are doing the work and you are going to him, and I shouldn't say doing the work, if you are going to the Lord and you're spending time with him, quality time as in a relationship, God is not about religion and a checkbox and you have to spend time with me and you need to read this much and you should do this and you should do that. And No, 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 no. It's a relationship. All about a relationship. But if you are building your relationship with the Lord and you are spending time with him, you're reading God's word, you are praying, you are asking the Lord to guide your steps. You are, um, you know, just really seeking him first. He is going to give you everything you need and, and he's going to make a way, especially in these God says dream, dreams where it seems there seems to be no way. And that's Matthew six thirty three. If you're wanting to know that verse, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things we added unto you. And also I love this one is Psalm 37, four. It's delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So as long as you are delighting in the Lord and you are checking yourself, because let me tell you another thing that I pray daily is, Lord, show me where I'm like, show me where I need to 
repent and ask for forgiveness. Show me where I am not in your will. I'm not in your way. Where am I maybe even just one degree off, Lord? I want to be, I want to, I want to be living exactly the plan you have for me. Because I know my flesh wants things that the Lord doesn't want for me, which is why we're supposed to live by our spirit. We're supposed to be guided by our spirit because if you have accepted the Lord into your heart and you have the Holy Spirit, you literally, we have him as our guide. And so we're supposed to be led by our spirit. So when you're journaling, when you're, when you're just going wild with all the things, like give yourself permission to think bigger than you have ever thought before. And let me give you a warning here. So I am currently um, getting certified in neuro coaching and it's all about how God created our brains from more of like a, like our neurological, like a a scientific, um, our body, like our, that kind of like our, our cortex, like all these things. I'm learning more of like how the body is, how the mind is structured. So fascinating. It's super fascinating. But with that, I've, I've learned that your body and my body, like our minds are designed to fight or flight, right? So when things are uncomfortable or things are unfamiliar, which let me just tell you, God-sized dreams will be unfamiliar. They might even be a little uncomfortable. Your mind is naturally wired to run the other way and to shut down and say no, like run, like it's that fight or flight. So I want you to give yourself freedom to feel a little uncomfortable as you're doing this. I have a journal from last year. I remember sitting down and just really um, spending a, a specific certain amount of time with the Lord, just focused on what his goals were for me, for me. And I mean, some of the things I was writing down, I was like, whoa, where is that coming from? But I was like, ooh, I was excited about it. So it was like, I had this like kind of smile on my face, but also like, oh, I hope nobody ever sees this. <laughs> so just know that your brain is wired to protect you. Your brain is actually going to try and keep you from the uncomfortable things, which is why most people don't achieve the things that they want to achieve because they, we are wired. Our brain, it's literally like your brain is wired to keep you from the good stuff because it's unfamiliar and it's uncomfortable, which goes back to the, the quote I think I said in the beginning is that nothing grows inside your comfort zone. But that's because we have to rewire our brain and we have to start speaking truth to our hearts and our minds about who God created you to be, which goes back to point number one. It's believing that God really does have big plans for you and they're good plans to not to harm you, not to prosper and to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in a future. And that God wants to use you to impact the world and to expand the kingdom. Like this is big work, sister. Like this is big stuff. And you can't do it alone. Or, or I should say you can, you can try, but you're not going to get as far as you could with the Lord. And, and this is it too. It's not even just get about getting there and getting as far as you want to go, but it's getting there without the stress and without the pressure and without the burnout. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. I have reached the big God-sized dreams and, and not necessarily the God breathe, but the God-sized dreams. I've reached them and I got there and it was like, oh, this isn't even, this is not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. And I was burnt out. I had an autoimmune disease. I was literally bleeding every day internally and externally. And I was had no energy. I had extreme mom guilt. I was burnt out mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. 
Now I had the money, I had the dream car, I had I had the titles, I had all these things, yet I was not fulfilled. So that, that my friend, is not a God-breathed, God-sized dream because God didn't want me to get there in that way. It's like, it's, it's just not as sweet. And so the plans he has for you, they are so good. And he is giving you the desires and the power to do what pleases him. God-sized dreams please the Lord because there's really like no other way that you got there except through divine downloads, divine power, divine energy, and all of the things. So I am giving you permission to sit with the Lord and dream big with him. Now I know this is off, this podcast is following the episode that I'm like, hey, Maybe this is a reason why big goals are, um, are maybe holding you back. And so, but uh, it's so funny that I'm now like, I'm like, well, I need to follow this episode up with like, how do you dream with God? Cause I have the God sized dreams and I know, but the Lord right now is working out in me to surrender my way of getting there to his way of getting there. So maybe I'll share more of that in another episode, but that's really my word for this year's surrender. Cause I already have the God sized dreams. I've, I've journaled with him. And he continues to reveal some things to me, but the Lord is like, yeah, let me show you my way of doing that. Jeremiah 33, come to me and I'm going to tell you how we're going to get there. And it's probably not going to look the same way that you think, but I got a better way. And, and, and don't, don't do it out of, out of my way. Um, so anyways, if you're struggling with dreaming with the Lord and you don't even know where to start, like, can I please invite you to grab one of the last couple spots of the Garden of Favor framework. It is a roadmap and, and a framework. It's really an experience. It's a guided experience to teach you how to grow in your intimacy with the Lord, how to have conversations with him, how to spend time with him so that you can hear from him and get these things that he's literally created you to do. We talk about your gifts and your talents and your life, your history, what you've been through and your passions, your desires. Like what is it? that he's literally created you to do because there are people waiting on you to fulfill your calling because your calling is another piece to somebody's puzzle to get to the kingdom. And it's like literally think of the ripple effect, how that continues to impact the kingdom and then the next person and the next person and the next person. And so if you're struggling with this and you would like a, you'd like some really, someone to hold your hand and walk you walk you alongside you to do this with you. I invite you to the Garden of Favor Framework group coaching program that is happening in, it's the last week, it's starting in the last week of January. And there are a few spots left um, for those of you who feel led to do that. So you can find that in the show notes. Um, But I would love to pray for you as you go into this year, realizing that God has called you He's created you on purpose, for a purpose, for such a time as this. You and your kids. I know mama, some of you are stressing out about and and fearing a little bit for your kids' future, but there's been this really awesome post going around Facebook. You probably have seen it. It really talks about that very thing is that, you know, God created your children for right now. Like, we're, we're not raising disciples to to just, you know, play video games or, or just, you know, play soccer or... No, we're raising them to also grow God's kingdom. So... That starts in the home. That starts with you. And um, yes, if you seek him first, he will give you everything else. And if you delight in him, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. And as you continue to grow in your intimacy with him, he is going to show you exactly what he has for you. And it's going to be better than you 
could ever think on your own. So let's pray. God, thank you so much for seeing us and for seeing potential in us and creating us specifically with certain gifts and talents and desires and passions that you literally have wired us in a way that we were created for something so specific that you actually have goals and dreams for us that you have created us with the power and the desire to do the things that you've created us to do. God, I pray that any any lies from the enemy that are blocking the woman's ears that are hearing this or any weeds that are in her garden, God, that you start to reveal those things to her. What is it that's holding her back from living out her purpose and her calling that is li- that is preventing her from having beautiful, a flourishing garden, a garden that is just evident of, of your favor. God, I pray that you continue to show her those weeds that she can pull them out one by one so that she can replace them with the seeds that you've planted in her heart. Uh, God, we thank you so much for dreaming with us, for dreaming for us, for seeing so much more potential in us than sometimes we see in ourselves. And God, we're committed to obeying and and listening and hearing and spending more time with you so that you can continue to reveal those things to us. We love you. We thank you. And we just are so humbled and honored to co-labor with you in these things that you've created us to do. And we ask all of this in your precious and mighty holy name. Amen.